0: Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at nashfm1061.com, presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the all Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicati's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans player. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, by Automotive in Metairie, by Lifegate Church in Mandeville and Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligence sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries,
1: and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access. This is the Monday Night Edition here on NASH Icon 1061 FM and on the web at NASHFM1061.com. As always, our TuneIn app is available for you to listen in anywhere in the world that you might be. And, as always, you can listen to our podcast following the show by going to CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the menu, click on More, and click on Podcast to do so. If you're at home and you can't pick up the single, well, you can always get us via Alexa. Just tell her to play WRKN or play Nash Icon 1061 FM. You can always feel free to email me. It's Ken at crescentcitysports.com that's ken at crescentcitysports.com of course you can always call in at 504-260-1061 that's 504-260-1061 to participate in the conversation later on in the show we'll get into recruiting news in both baseball and football and we'll also get into the discussion about the nba draft which of course takes place on Thursday evening at just what the New Orleans Pelicans may do. May they trade? May they not? May they stay where they're at? And if they do, who are they looking at and why? We'll examine all of that coming up a little bit later on in the show as well. As we march on, of course, it's college baseball and just getting ready to start. The LSU Tigers in the winner's bracket against number one seed Wake Forest in the College World Series. And, of course, it's an important game for so many reasons. You win this game, somebody's got to come back and beat you twice to to beat you in your bracket. That's why this game means everything, not to mention the pitching depth. We all know Wake Forest has the best pitching in the country. We all know they have better pitching depth than LSU, but this is a one-game situation. And all hands are on deck for LSU in this one. Gavin Gendry only threw to one batter, threw one pitch. In the game against Tennessee, and even Riley Cooper, who got five outs, is available today. And of course, Ty Floyd is key in just what's he going to be able to do. Thatcher Hearn's available. You'd like to possibly have him for game three if necessary, or Cooper. It is necessary, but it's a matter of what position you're in. Is it an elimination game or is it a game to win the bracket? Of course, all of that comes into play. So What are you looking at here? Wake Forest and LSU. You're looking at a Wake Forest team that everybody expected to be here. I mean, this is exactly the matchup that I think everyone expected to have here today. And that is the matchup that's taking place. And Ty Floyd, of course, we all know what he can be, but we all know what he hasn't been at times. By the way, LSU leads the all-time series with Wake Forest, 3-0 remember the last time we saw wake forest against lsu was in baton rouge way back in 2011 i remember that well because i visited with my friend tom walter the head coach of the demon deacons when he came back to louisiana to go to baton rouge to play there i was there to cover it in game one lsu won all three of those games 15-4-4-3 and 9-1 that was a long time ago of course lsu six national championships and wake forest well you know, it's the first time they've been like this in a long, long time. They have a lot of good options on the mound. And, of course, they also hit for power. They came back in one-on-one run game in game one that they played in the World Series. LSU, of course, behind Paul Skeens and the home run ball, took care of Tennessee. By the way, Tennessee stayed alive today, representing the SEC well. Came back from 4-0 down against Stanford and beat the Cardinal 6-4 to advance so they're lurking on the LSU side of the bracket and it's going to be interesting to see what happens from this point forward of course the Demon Deacons the number one national seed and they finished number one in all the regular season college baseball polls after LSU had been number one much of the year thus the expectation of this matchup taking place You look at what they have accomplished this season. They're hitting 308 as a team. They have 130 home runs. Don't run much, very similar to LSU in that regard. A lot of power, not much in the way of stolen bases. The pitching staff makes the difference. Their cumulative earned run average is 2.82. And the strikeout numbers are off the charts. 748 strikeouts in just 554 and 2 thirds innings for the Demon Deacons. And they allow just a 204 batting average to opponents. You look at their offense, they've got power. As mentioned, Brock Wilkin leads the way. He's hitting 358, 15 doubles, 31 home runs, 81 RBI. Justin Johnson has been really good. 16 home runs, 76 RBI. And Nick Kurtz, the third member of that dynamic trio he's got 24 home runs and 69 rbis so they've got a lot of power in the middle of the lineup that lsu must contend with as for the tigers you know about their time their power clearly and you know about their ability to hit right-handed pitching it's definitely advantageous as compared to facing left-handers so we'll see that and watch that as well Braden joe bear out of north shore and delgado had the big game with the double triple and home run In the victory over Tennessee, Gavin Dugas got him started on the right foot with a long ball, too, and that was huge. Dylan Cruz had a couple of hits. You know, you look up and down that lineup, there's a lot there to hurt you with, and obviously they need to continue to swing the bats that way. Trey Morgan, really good situational hitting in that game. Also, for the Tigers to drive in runs. So LSU's going to need more of that. They're going to need the balanced lineup approach. They're going to need to grind out at bats. And of course, they're going to need to play good defense. You can't expect the strikeouts like you have with Paul Skeens. The swing and misses won't be as prevalent today. So score runs, play good defense. Boy, that's a simple equation, isn't it? Sure seems like it. But again, that matchup in Omaha getting underway. And it's going to be a good night, we should think two really good teams. Some would think or some would say maybe the two best teams that are there in Omaha. That's for debate. I'm sure Florida would have something to say about that. The Gators of course are on the winning side on the other side of the bracket having won their first two games representing the SEC in outstanding fashion and we know how good Florida baseball is under O'Sullivan. TCU won the elimination game yesterday so they're in it obviously and good of course and so you know you look at the matchups and where we're at with this and uh, right now I would say that this has gone somewhat according to form I I don't think anything out of the ordinary has really taken place at least not from where I sit coming into this this is kind of what I would have expected now, TCU knocked out Virginia, and so TCU, Oral Roberts, still alive on that side of the bracket with Florida, and we'll see what happens with that. Of course, whoever wins this game tonight, driver's seat game, because then the loser, if LSU wins, Wake Forest would have to battle it out with Tennessee for the right to get to LSU. So that's why this game means everything. Wake Forest is 53-10. and 10. On the year, LSU's 49 and 15, trying to reach that magical 50 mark, but they're going to have to do it against the, the number one team, both in the rankings and, of course, in the seedings in this particular tournament. Number one seed hasn't won this thing in a long time, so there's that also. I think the mindset is good. I think the LSU confidence level is high. You look at the body language. You listen to the players. And how they're conducting themselves, I've got to believe they feel pretty good about things going into this one. But again, you cannot expect to score a bunch of runs against Wake Forest. I mean, if you get to that four level, you know that's pretty good. You get to five, you're in great shape, but you've got to be able to pitch and catch the ball. Interesting dynamic that we've seen at Charles Schwab Field is the ball's been carrying very well this year, having watched part of all the games that have been played ball's carrying. I mean, wind blowing out to a degree, but the ball's just carrying to all parts of the field. So we've seen more home runs, but we've seen more deep balls as well. Sack flies come into play. And again, it's been a little bit different than what we saw in previous years in Omaha. Ballpark changed names, of course, but now Charles Schwab Field. The other dynamic that's in play, having watched all the games, it's pretty obvious that LSU has the largest fan contingent in Omaha. Of course, that's nothing new. Whenever LSU makes it to Omaha, that is—it's always been the case. Well, nothing's changed, even though LSU haven't been to Nebraska since 2017. So here they are again, and here are the fans again, populating Omaha in amazing fashion. And when you watch the games, their fans have made the most noise also. So again, for LSU players, it's got to feel great to have that kind of support to know that they've got that kind of support and to experience it certainly is a major plus. But it all comes down to pitching. It's pitching and defense, and if you pitch well at any level, you win. So we'll see what LSU has in store for the best pitching team in the country this evening. And as for Wake Forest, look, Tom Walter's a great guy. He's a friend of mine. I did his games at the University of New Orleans. We became very good friends. I'm not surprised that he's had this kind of success. I'm not surprised that his team has risen to this level. And when you look at his team, they have the power, they have the pitching, and of course they've done it with a former University of New Orleans head coach and a couple of former Tulane players, goes without saying. You know Bennett Lee, obviously, is most notable, and it's pretty interesting when you look at that team and the the players that have moved there. You know, because Bennett Lee went there, and you know Tulane, with the coaching change, lost players. That was to be expected when that occurred, and it definitely did. Certainly hurt. The two-lane program, but this is going to be the nature of what you're looking at for years to come. Michael Massey, the other, and it's part of the nature of college athletics today. People are going to move. They're going to keep moving. You've got to re-recruit your own players on an annual basis. So it's an interesting dynamic to had this matchup with Wake Forest with the former University of New Orleans head coach and a couple of former Tulane players going against LSU. Again, the matchup I think we all expected, the matchup we wanted to see, and here it is. It doesn't occur in the finals because they're in the same bracket. And I think most people in evaluating the College World Series, when they looked at the teams and they looked at the matchups and they looked at the brackets, said that this was the tougher side, the tougher bracket to deal with. I think what we have seen to this point probably points to that as well. Tennessee's really good. And they were playing really well at the end of the year. And LSU needed a great pitcher to beat them. And now we'll see what Tennessee does in another elimination game against either LSU or Wake Forest. So a lot is on the line tonight and again, the situation in Omaha feels in good shape. Ball's carrying well. Rain hasn't been a major factor, knock on wood. We certainly hope that that continues to be the case. Very interesting dynamic as the College World Series continues in Omaha. Of course, we'll have game analysis following the game at CrescentCitySports.com. As always, and look forward to being able to bring that to you. It's 504-260-1061 if you'd like to join in the conversation. And as mentioned, we'll talk about the NBA draft coming up in just a little bit. We'll also get into the recruiting news, both in college baseball and in college football as well. want to get a plug-in, too, for the Crescent City Sports Prep Summer League. It's a baseball league in its second year. In week number four of a five-week league, playoffs to follow with four teams. And it's a real playoff because you have 17 teams in a league. And only four teams make the playoffs. And we play a semifinals and a finals. And it's really good stuff. Right now, entering play today and games going on right now, the top four teams were Archbishop Rumble-based Malcolm Dinas, Lutcher-based Cypress Physical Therapy, Brother Martin-based Kays for Kids, And the Lakeshore Titans, no sponsor. They were the four that were right there. But right on the heels of those two, John Curtis-based River Ridge Patriots and Holy Cross-based Ponteens Food Store. They were definitely in solid playoff contention as well. To that end, tomorrow night we'll have our game of the week at CrescentCitySports.com that you can watch live and via replay, always free, at CrescentCitySports.com. Good matchup, River Parish Rivalry. St. Charles Catholic-based Cretan Townsend Homes playing at Lutcher against Cypress Physical Therapy. It's a 6 p.m. start. We'll have it live for you on CrescentCitySports.com where you can watch it, as mentioned, always free. Kenny Forsang will join me on the call for what should be a really good contest tomorrow evening in the Crescent City Sports Prep Summer League. As mentioned, out of 17 teams, four make the playoffs. You have a semifinal and a finals. And we also have an all-league team that we'll announce. We'll present awards to the runner-up and a league champion and also pick an MVP in the championship game. So all of that through CrescentCitySports.com. We're very happy and very thankful to be part of that and having been asked to do so in its inaugural season a year ago and continuing on this season. So good stuff and really enjoying what's happening there. I hope you had a chance to catch the U.S. Open. Wyndham Clark, great story. You, know, you might recall the Zurich Classic. In April, Wyndham Clark was part of the team that finished third. They were really good here. And, of course, soon after that, he won his first ever PGA event at Wells Fargo. And here he is now a major champion. You know, they had one hiccup down the stretch, Before you talk about performing well under pressure. Wyndham Clark did just that. He's a long hitter, played the angles really well. And he putted well, and that produced victory. And when you have a guy chasing you, like Rory McIlroy, to be able to stave him off, that's really good stuff. Same thing with Scotty Scheffler, who can never quite get it going. But you're talking about two of the top three players in the world that finished second and third, and you are the unknown guy, and you win the U.S. Open. That's heady stuff for Wyndham Clark, a name that we're going to have to pay close attention to and remember for years to come now on the PGA Tour. Good-looking player, 29 years old, great future, great crowds in Los Angeles. Some of the players didn't really like the course a lot. That's great. And then, of course, the whole dynamic with the live golfers participating. Cameron Smith had a good tournament. Dustin Johnson had a good tournament. But it was the PGA guys that controlled this particular event. And again, what that looks like moving forward, as I've been asked about on our Three Tailgaters show, I don't know. Until we see exactly what it is, what it becomes, what it looks like, what it looks like, what it feels like, what it smells like, uh, it's really kind of hard to comment other than to say that it's disappointing for those who stayed with the PGA Tour and were loyal and some speaking out. Now they have to bite their lip and let some of the other guys back in i'm going to be interested to see how those guys were accepted especially the ones that sued the pga tour i wonder about the repercussions there and i wonder if the pga truly has control of this merger and of the product moving forward just how they're going to treat those guys because if they're in control watch out they have the right to go in any direction they want meanwhile you've got potential government intervention here Monopolistic situation, right? That's being looked into as well. So that thing still has to play itself out. But the majors are always fun to watch, and it was certainly fun watching the U.S. Open late into the evening here since they were on the West Coast and to see a young player in Wyndham Clark break through and become a major champion. Always think that's good for the sport, and I certainly saw that being the case for the American who now has moved up to, what, 32nd in the world, having been a relative unknown going into 2023 all right we're just getting started here on this monday night with all access ken trahan with you rudy dixon our producer glad you're with us and again we'll take a time out here when we return we'll get into the nba draft what to expect from your new orleans pelicans as we continue with all access here on nash icon 1061 fm and on the web at nashfm1061.com
3: You don't plan to lose files. You don't plan to knock your laptop off the counter. And you don't plan for your PC to crash or your screen to freeze. But Staples has a plan. A plan for unlimited virus protection. A plan for help when you need it 24-7. Staples Total Support Plans are your tech plans for the unplanned, starting as low as $199.99. And although you didn't plan for this, right now at Staples you can also get $250 off select computers. In 729 in-store only. See so associate for details.
4: Hey guys, this is Kenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that AutoTrader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with AutoTrader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on AutoTrader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. Auto trader.
5: And paid for by OpenShark Concepts. Attention firefighters, members of the military, and airport workers. For decades, first responders and firefighters at military bases and airports used a chemical based foam to fight fires. Studies have shown the chemicals used to make aqueous film forming foam, or AFFF, are highly toxic to humans and have been associated with several types of cancer. If you or someone you know was exposed to AFFF and were diagnosed with any of these cancers, including kidney, bladder, prostate, pancreatic, lymphoma, leukemia, testicular, and neuroendocrine, then you should call us immediately because you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call us at 800-847-4961. Our experienced attorneys will fight to get you the compensation you deserve and you pay nothing unless we get a recovery in your favor. Time is limited to file the claim, so call us now, 800-847-4961. Operators are standing by 24-7, so don't wait. 800-847-4961. That's 800-847-4961. Again, 800-847-4961. If you're hiring,
3: it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult
6: jobs to fill.
0: See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com
6: slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. Ray are here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides, What still doesn't fit. Well, you could try to sit on it or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
2: Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra-smooth, ultra-powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He did See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power! ID verification required. New customers only at 1 per line. Additional restrictions apply. See boostmobile.com for details. Shortstop Po'
6: Boys. 119 Transcontinental off Airline Highway. Feeding New Orleans since 1966. Come to Shortstop for Po' Boys. Gumbo, potato salad and more. 504-885-4572 or at ShortstopPoBoysNO.com
4: This report is sponsored by Vicks. Pure Z's Kids. Pure Z's Kids is mindfully formulated for kids with an optimal level of melatonin to help them gently fall asleep, naturally. It's 100% drug-free and available in delicious gummies and liquid. Try Pure Z's Kids tonight.
0: Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 NASH Icon and at NASHFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061.
1: Welcome back to the show on this Monday night. Ken Trahan with you on All Access. The NBA draft coming up on Thursday. And of course, when you look at the draft, it's going to be at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And of course, when you look at the draft, it's all about what happens after the first pick. Because that is pretty much a foregone conclusion that the first pick is going to be the multi-talented Victor Wembanyama, who will go to the Spurs first overall. That much we know. After that, the guessing game begins. Most services, not all, but most have Brandon Miller, the talented 6'9 forward from Alabama, as the second rated player with Scoot Henderson, the point guard from the G League Ignite, as the third rated player. Then in any particular order, M. n. Thompson of overtime elite to the G League or Cam Whitmore, the freshman from Villanova, are ranked as the fourth and fifth best players in the draft. Both are small forwards. So the guessing game, of course, is all about what happens after Wembanyama. And of course, that also involves the Pelicans because they've been rumored in trade talks. Now, is that realistic? Was it leaked intentionally? Was it uncovered accidentally? Was it something that someone wanted out there? I mean, there's a lot of questions that surround this. We all know about Theresa Weatherspoon leaving the organization or being let go, whatever the case may be. We all know that she had a relationship with Zion Williamson. We all know that Williamson met with David Griffin last week. We all know that the Pelicans are not happy with Williamson on some fronts and that the reverse is likely true also. So, where does that leave us? Is a trade possible? Would it happen? Could it happen? Will it happen? The answers are it could, it's possible, but I am still on the side of it not likely to occur. And here's why. The opportunity to see what you have with your current roster has still not manifested itself. And I know patience has grown thin and that includes here too, because the numbers don't lie and we've talked about it incessantly Williamson has only played in 36% of the game since he's been here for four years. And everyone, and I mean everyone, wants to compare him to Joel Embiid and what he did in his first four years where he played in fewer games than that, but then he emerged as a great player and now he's the MVP of the league. If you're the Pelicans and you're looking at Zion Williamson and you think he's a transcendent talent, which you obviously believed he was when you drafted him, would you give it that chance? You gave him the max contract. So it's a risk if you hold on to him and he's hurt again, and then his value goes down even more. But if you hold on to him and give him the opportunity, and he plays in 60 or more games and realizes his full potential, and your team realizes his potential, whether or not he wants to be here long-term or tries to force his way out is inconsequential. You will have gotten out of the player what you wanted out of him, at least in the short term. And in the long term, you can look at your options, including keeping him here permanently like we've seen with Giannis Antetokounmpo in Milwaukee, or moving him on like you did with Anthony Davis and getting very good value in return. That only happens if you bring him back. Yes, you have to believe that the news leaking about Scoot Henderson was not a fallacy that there was some level of interest. At the same time, you've got to believe that maybe, just maybe, somebody's playing chess there. And you put information out there in hopes of stirring the pot and maybe creating some illusions for others. Look, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. The fact of the matter is that the Pelicans could use a good point guard, as we've talked about frequently, that C.J. McCollum is better suited to play the off guard, where people are creating shots for him, rather than him having to create everything himself. That's the role he's best suited to but that is not the role that he's had to play here. And, of course, he played hurt much of last year. And then he didn't have a caddy in Jose Alvarado for much of the way because he got hurt later in the season. And as we've talked about, Kyra Lewis, we don't know if he's that guy or not. We're going to find out this year whether he is or not. It's time to put up where he's concerned. So, yes, they do have a need, but they have needs in other areas too. They need a backup center with size that can impact play. They don't have the confidence in Hernan Gomez They don't have the confidence in Jackson Hayes, and Larry Nance Jr. just isn't big enough. So there's that. They need a shooter, a backup center, and really could use a point guard. All of those things are true. Brandon Miller is none of those. He's another forward who really is a small forward, even though he's 6'9", could play the four spot too. But you've got Brandon Ingram, and you've got Zion Williamson. So as a natural fit, you have players at those positions that can really play. Now, the philosophy of taking the best player on the board certainly is applicable, and I'm an advocate of that and have been in all sports for a long time. But there is not a need there. So it's all about how you evaluate players. Let's say you have Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller ranked virtually even. Well, if that's the case, you'd go after Henderson. Pelicans aren't in a position to do that unless they trade. They're at 14 overall, so they'd have to make a deal to be able to get up. But then it becomes a guessing game as to what's going to happen at the top of the draft after the Spurs. If you're the Pelicans and you really want Henderson, are you trading with the Hornets? Because the Hornets have the second pick overall. Are you taking a chance and trading with the Blazers? Most projections have the Hornets taking Miller. But if you're the Pelicans and you wanted Henderson, you can't take the chance of winning to number three. You've got to get up to number two. And where the Hornets are concerned, ownership change coming. Michael Jordan's about to cede the majority interest in the team. They haven't done anything in a long time. They were bad last year. They have an expiring contract on their hands, in Gordon Hayward, who, if healthy, can still give you something, especially shooting the ball, scoring it a bit, which wouldn't be a bad contract to have on your books or bad player to have on your books if he's on the floor. So there comes into play when you think about a deal there. When you think about the Blazers, well, it's an interesting dynamic. Blazers would obviously be thinking about pairing Henderson with Dame Lillard and returning to the days of that dynamite guard tandem like they had with McCollum and Lillard. So there are options here and the Pelicans certainly will entertain those. If the Pelicans stick where they're at right now in the draft at 14. What are the options? You got Jordan Hawkins, the fine sophomore shooting guard from Yukon, national championship team. Derek Lively, the second, the center from Duke, one year in college basketball. Nick Smith, the freshman shooting guard from Arkansas, is another one. Interesting player, Bilal. Koulibaly of France, doesn't score it, but boy, he's a versatile player, might be underrated, is a player to look at. Leonard Miller of the G League Ignite, a small forward that has game. Kobe Bufkin, shooting guard from Michigan. Point guard Jalen hood Shafino of Indiana, one year of college basketball under his belt. Carson Wallace, the point guard from Kentucky. A freshman one year there. Also, Dick Grady, the freshman small forward from Kansas, would be another player to look at. So would Kobe Bufkin, shooting guard from Michigan. Some interesting players to at least take a look at and consider when you look at the 14th pick overall, if the Pelicans opt to stick with that. If they want to make a move, would they do it with Williamson or would they consider trading Brandon Ingram? There are some trends of thought, talking to a lot of people that I respect that cover the team or that have been around the league, that the Pelicans might be more willing to part with Ingram than with Williamson. Ingram more tread off the tire as a player, but he's a really talented player. The interesting dynamic with Ingram and Williamson is they haven't played a lot together. And how do they mesh? Both of them need the basketball. Both of them pass the ball well. Both of them have improved in that aspect of their game. Williamson has played the point forward position, so he could create... I'm not saying they can't play together. They certainly can Whether that happens or not remains to be seen. The thought process all along has been Man, can we finally get all these guys, all these pieces together on the floor to see exactly what we have? Alan Junis, to go along with Herb Jones, to go along with Trey Murphy III, to go along with Jose Alvarado, to go along with Zion Williamson, to go along with Brandon Ingram. You know, the core players on your squad. You know, you could throw in Dyson Daniels as a young player, whom you hope can emerge offensively. And you'd like to be able to find out what you have because they just haven't had that chance to do so. But you've got to make a calculated guess, and it is taking a calculated risk to assume that you can get these guys on the floor at the same time because we just haven't seen evidence of that. We haven't seen where they can get people healthy enough on a consistent basis to play them with any consistency to find out what they have. So again, it's an ultimate economy Uh, It's a very difficult question and equation to try to put together and figure out because, again, this team has potential when they have all these guys on the floor. And we saw what it looked like for a brief time last season when they got to, what, 10, 11 games over 500 and were actually in first place briefly in the Western Conference. And they were the talk of the town, and they were the talk of the league. Speaking of the league, when you look at the national stories, don't put all of your stock in that. There is a bias, in my estimation, with some national entities with regard to Zion Williamson. They'd like to see him in a bigger market. They'd like to see him traded to another entity where he could showcase his skills and that they could focus on him all the time. The Pelicans are an afterthought when it comes to national media, and that includes television exposure. When Zion Williamson's healthy, they get attention and they'll put him on national television or at least they plan to, and they do, and then he gets hurt. But when you see all these stories coming out nationally about, oh, Williamson would be great here, he'd be great there, he'd be a good fit here, he'd be a good fit there, I wouldn't totally put all my stock in that. It's not necessarily informed sources, it's wishful thinking. I definitely believe that there's some of that that goes on. So again, you know, be careful what you wish for. First of all, if you get him and he can't play, and he's hurt all the time. What good is that? Secondly, there's no absolute plan whatsoever for the Pelicans to just say, we're moving on from this guy. They obviously believe in his ability. No big mural of Williamson next to Smoothie King Center right now, like we've seen in the past, for whatever that's worth. Is he going to be a focal point of season ticket sales again? I haven't seen that either. But we'll know everything after Thursday. The draft will tell us everything we need to know. If Zion Williamson is still a Pelican after Thursday night, then they're all in on him. If Brandon Ingram is still a Pelican after Thursday night, then they're all in on him. A lot of players miss games, but you can't have your key players miss as many games as Williamson and Ingram missed last year combined. It's just too many to be able to go out and recognize your full potential and play the way that you feel like your team is capable of playing so we won't have to wait long it's all about what transpires on thursday evening and of course we're all watching very carefully with great interest there are a couple of spots on this team available and there are a couple of spots where you have holes and you could use help as i mentioned another shooter would help a real point guard would certainly help and a real backup center with size could help all of those things would seem to be the primary needs for your new orleans pelicans 504-260-1061. Five zero four We'll take a time out here. Back with more of All Access for a Monday night. Ken Trahan with you on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com.
0: With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason.
6: If you have a medical emergency, go to your nearest Rapid Urgent Care. There are several locations to serve you. North Shore, South Shore, a total of six locations. You won't wait for hours to be seen by a doctor. In fact, most patients are in and out in just 40 minutes. Strep throat, flu shots, COVID-19 testing, X-rays, drug screening, or lab work. Go to Rapid Urgent Care. They can handle it on site. No appointment needed. Walk in with your ID and insurance card. For the location near you, go to RapidUrgentCare.com. Ray are here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. What still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's gonna fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Eligible items only,
2: exclusions apply. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra smooth, ultra powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't stutter. See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. A your power. verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See for details. This
4: report is sponsored by Vicks Pure Z's Kids. Nacho fries
5: just got even better with Steak Chili Verde fries. These fries are packed with grilled steak and covered in spicy verde sauce with kicks of jalapeno and lime. Try them first. Only at Taco Bell at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Make reservations now for New Orleans Restaurant Week for specially priced menus from some of the top restaurants in town. Visit whereyat.com for a complete listing. And don't miss great hip hop from Marcel P. Black at the Levitt Amp Music Series in Baton Rouge on Saturday at Scotlandville Plaza. For more info on what to do this weekend, pick up the latest issue of Where Yat, All Over Town or visit whereyat.com and click on
6: our community calendar. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
0: This is where you get all access, not just to focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061-NASH-ICON through CrescentCitySports.com and at Nash fm 1061com
1: All access resumes on this Monday night as the College World Series continues. There are some transfers and the transfer portal will continue to be heated up and will continue to happen and will continue to really dominate the college landscape and baseball is no exception. Tulane getting a transfer from Carter Benbrook. Benbrook, a left-handed pitcher, 7-1 and one in 2021, eight career saves. In 2021, he's transferring to Tulane. So Carter Benbrook, again, a player, a pitcher that Tulane is getting. And again, Tulane's pitching was really this past year. They certainly can use the help in that regard. Benbrook, 6'4", 215. And again, in 2021, he had a terrific year. 25 games pitched. We won 7-1 and one with a 3.02 end run, run average. But in 2023, this past year at Santa Barbara, UC Santa Barbara, was two and three with a 5.94 earn run average. He did have three saves. 32 strikeouts and 33 in a third innings. He did have three saves, as mentioned. Gave up 39 hits in 33 in a third innings. So big left-hander, had some success. Not great, but good. And a guy that certainly is being counted on to help a pitching staff that clearly needs help. Tulane's pitching staff just wasn't good enough at all this past year. So that goes without saying that they're going to have to get more help in that regard. LSU, of course, continuing to get transfers into its baseball program. Jay Johnson gets a really good left-handed pitcher, and Justin Lohr was transferring from Xavier. Lohr was really good this past year when you look at what he was able to accomplish. All-Big East performer. 1.89 ERA. 57 strikeouts in 63 innings. He's 6'5". And again, he's a guy that could be plugged in right away based on what he has accomplished at Xavier. And LSU certainly needs to replace pitching. And again, where LSU's concerned, it's going to be reloading. That's just the way that program's set up. The full numbers on Lord last year for Xavier, 6-3, and three, 1.89 earned run average, 7 saves, 57 innings pitched, only 36 hits allowed, only 12 earned runs, 22 walks, 63 strikeouts. Just outstanding, barely over one with a whip a year ago. So another really good pitcher on his way to LSU. Previously, Michael Braswell, the shortstop, announced he's transferring from South Carolina to LSU. Braswell. All freshman SEC in 2022. Last year dropped off a little bit, hit 255, 6'2, 195. And again, a middle infielder where LSU's going to need some replenishing, so they get Braswell also in the transfer portal. Speaking of college baseball, congratulations to Matt Reiser, who's the new head coach at Memphis. Matt Reiser is a good coach, and he's a good man. And what Southeastern elected to do was it's business and I like Coach Barbier, Bobby, I wish him nothing but the best. He's a really good coach, really good family, and I think he'll do a good job. But Matt Reiser, yes, last couple of years weren't good at Southeastern, but four NCAs in ten years. Show me the success before that. Good coach, motivated, and now he's going to Memphis to take over a program that, you know, has had moderate success. It's in a conference that's a step up from the Southland, so you could say that Riser kind of got a promotion here of sorts, right? He's a good one, and obviously he's a guy that Memphis targeted. Blake Dean was another guy that was mentioned there, but it is Riser who gets the gig. Good for UNO that Blake Dean is staying put in that regard. Meanwhile, college football recruiting: Tulane getting recruitments. Going in a hot way. Rustin's Jordan Gidry committing to the Green Wave. Gidry, 6'3, 240, defensive end, 74 tackles, 10 for loss, 7.5 sacks. Last season, Gidry had offers from Kansas State, Ole Miss, Missouri, Louisiana Tech, Memphis, Northwestern State, and Prairie View. Good player. Saw so him in the dome in the state championship game against Destrahan. Meanwhile, linebacker Rodney Hill, Jr., he's a out of Daytona Beach, Florida. He was a four-star guy. Big commitment for Willie Fritz. Hill, 5'11", 2'12", had offers from Tennessee, Iowa State, Wake Forest, Pittsburgh, UCF, South Florida, FAU, Charlotte, Eastern Michigan, UMass, Bethune-Cookman, Rhode Island, Delaware, and Eastern Kentucky. Played running back and linebacker in high school, but projects... At linebacker, and previously, Tulane had a commitment in 2024 from Jacin Myrtle. Jacin Myrtle previously committed. He's out of Winter Haven, Florida, six two two ten. And Myrtle chose Tulane over Air Force, Navy, Coastal Carolina, South Florida, Charlotte, Liberty, UAB, Western Kentucky, Troy. Arkansas State, FAU, Temple, Marshall, and UConn. Another guy that played on both sides of the ball. A good athlete. Caught 29 passes, 466 yards, six touchdowns on offense. And had 44 tackles, including 10 for loss, with three sacks on defense. So Tulane doing the job in recruiting, coming off of a good year, and taking advantage of that as you hoped they would. And Willie Fritz is doing just that, which is excellent. To see and hear. Meanwhile, LSU football getting a commitment from a junior college tight end Connor Gilbreth. Gilbreth really like an extra tackle. He's a big dude. 6'6", 268. He was being offered by Colorado, Wyoming, Mississippi State, Missouri, Miami, and Washington out of Butte Community College. No catches as a tight end. He's a blocker And tight end who also could be used at fullback in that role. So Gilbert comes on board. It's not out of the question that he could be moved inside to play tackle either because, again, that's his strength is his ability to block. And he will complement the receiving tight ends that the Tigers have on campus. So that is another good get for LSU one more baseball note too I wanted to get to is the fact that Paul Maneri is interviewing for the Miami head coaching job Maneri of course a Hall of Fame coach took LSU to three College World Series appearances won one and got to the finals a second time and yes there are ties to Miami he played at Miami Dade College coached at St. Thomas University in Miami Gardens. Of course at LSU 15 seasons with a record of 641, 283 and 3. Previously he was the head coach at Notre Dame and at an Air Force and he took Notre Dame in a College World Series once and of course was a fine player for Ron Maestri at the University of New Orleans at LSU. Three College World Series appearances, one national championship, five trips to Omaha, Four SEC regular season championships, six SEC tournament titles. The Hurricanes are replacing Gino Damari. Stepped down after five years. Going 168 and 86. Miami and the NCAA regionals every year. That's a really good program. But they couldn't get out of the regional round under Damari at four trips. And they want to get better. And they want to do more. And Paul Palmineri is a guy that's been there has the skins on the wall has done that can do it and has ties to the region as mentioned so certainly there's that possibility you can't rule it out and fall is a, is a friend i know him very well we had him speak at our ranger new Orleans quarterback club baseball bash prior to this past season and i can tell you that he absolutely would consider coaching again definitely something he misses he's healthier now one of the reasons he stepped away was, you know, he had the neck issue that was a real problem with a lot of pain. He's fine now in that regard. He feels like he still has game. Others do too. And that's why the opportunity may present itself. We'll see. No offer there at this point, but certainly the fact that he's interviewing tells you that Miami's interested in him and, and the interest obviously is reciprocal. Paul is a good coach. He doesn't get enough credit. He gets bashed a lot. He only won one World Series title at LSU. You realize how hard that is to do? What Skip Bertman did was incredible, okay? It was off the charts. Part of Paul Mineri's problem at LSU was keeping pitchers healthy. Guess what? That's been a problem this year, too, for Jay Johnson. And, oh, by the way, Jay Johnson can thank Paul Mineri for Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan and Kay Beloso and Braden Jobert and Gavin Dugas, among others and give Jay Johnson a lot of credit. He added some nice pieces and that's why they're where they're at. He's done an excellent job, but Paul Maneri doesn't get enough credit for what he did at LSU. Maybe in due time he'll be appreciated, but I have talked to too many and heard too many that have not appreciated him and complained about him, which to me is just a little bit befuddling. I think you should appreciate what you have and what's been done and put it in perspective on a long-term basis again time will tell the story but in my mind he did a fine job at LSU and he's a fine coach who would be a fine coach at Miami if they choose to go that route so we'll follow that story and watch it in interesting fashion to see how it develops interesting indeed and we're glad you're interested here on all access for a Monday night I'm Ken Trahan Rudy Dixon our producer And we're almost done. We'll close it out here in just a moment as we head to this brief timeout, 504-260-1061. Glad you're with us on this Monday night. Jude Young at you tomorrow night. I'm back on Wednesday, but we'll take one final timeout here and we'll back to close things out in just a moment here on All Access on NASH ICON, 1061-FM and on the web at nashfm1061.com.
3: If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron.
1: Bergeron will give you the best
6: deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron.
4: Everybody knows that.
6: Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron.
3: I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron.
6: I'm a bourgeois.
3: Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie.
6: When you've been injured in a crash, demand different. Demand Dudley Debozure. Handling an insurance claim can be exhausting and frustrating. Could you imagine if you've been injured through no fault of your own? And then your insurance company tries to pin the blame on you? It happens and it sucks. Demand the team that will demand you're treated fairly.
5: That's the Dudley Debozure difference.
6: Call 504 444 4444 That's 504 504- 4444444. Four, 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 four. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA2314837.
3: If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, President of Operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill.
0: See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter.com F-R-E-E at paid for by OpenShark Concepts.
5: Attention firefighters, members of the military and airport workers. For decades, first responders and firefighters at military bases and airports used a chemical-based foam to fight fires. Studies have shown the chemicals used to make aqueous film-forming foam or AFFF are highly toxic to humans and have been associated with several types of cancer. If you or someone you know was exposed to AFFF and were diagnosed with any of these cancers, including kidney, bladder, prostate, pancreatic, lymphoma, leukemia, testicular and neuroendocrine, then you should call us immediately because you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call us at 800-847-4961. Our experienced attorneys will fight to get you the compensation you deserve and you pay nothing unless we get a recovery in your favor. Time is limited to file the claim, so call us now, 800-847-4961. Operators are standing by 24-7, so don't wait, 800-847-4961. That's 800-847-4961. Again, 800-847-4961.
3: You don't plan for a computer virus. You don't plan to lose files. You don't plan to knock your laptop off the counter. And you don't plan for your PC to crash or your screen to freeze. But Staples has a plan. A plan for unlimited virus protection. A plan for help when you need it 24-7. Staples Total Support Plans are your tech plans for the unplanned, starting as low as $199.99. And although you didn't plan for this, right now at Staples you can also get $250 off select computers. N729 in-store only. See associate for details.
4: Hey guys, this is Keenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that AutoTrader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with AutoTrader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on AutoTrader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy.
0: When the final horn blows at the All-State Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana High School State Championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to allstatesugarbowl.org, sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 1061 FM, Nash Icon, at nashfm1061.com, and through crescentcitysports.com. Give us a call.
1: That'll do it for us tonight I want to thank Rudy Dixon for a job well done as always Thanks to our sponsors and our listeners for making it happen And of course tomorrow night Jude Young at you with All Access Sports Talk at 6pm following Eric Asher and Inside New Orleans at 4pm I'll be back at you Wednesday at 6pm and look forward to that Until then, this is Ken Trahan saying thank you for joining us and be a good sport